0: miss all the listeners welcome to a special special episode of what you've been listening to that was me trying to mock uh chris roberts from the nine club i don't know if you're familiar with that podcast i'm not oh it's a podcast with old skateboarders that's I'm what i but the hosts the hosts of it are terrible all they do is go yeah oh yeah Oh. Yeah. Here, be a skateboarder. Say something to me. Like, tell me anything about your life. You're the skateboarder in this scenario.
1: <laughs> I would. So my life has been pretty epic. Yeah,
0: yeah. Your life has got to be pretty epic, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's what that's what they do. <laughs> that's funny. Even I don't,
1: I don't know why I struggled with that.
0: Hey, and our past episode was about skateboarding. Yeah, well, sort of. I actually got some uh, some viewer feedback on that episode. Ooh. This is from E. Vincent from San Jose, California. Tell Johnny, kids still listen to Sonic Youth. Oh. Kim Gordon is hella six. That might have meant they say sick. Nice. But, uh, and it also says, I'm not friends with skaters, so I don't know if the kids are still into Ed Templeton, but his books are slightly relevant. I don't know if they're good. Hmm. They are good. I like them. Yeah. And Sibomoto rocks. I haven't stopped listening to them.
2: I don't give a friend, fuck a hey.
0: So I don't know if it was because of your recommendation that Evie's listening to Sibomato. Yeah. but and like I said before recorded, I'm still burned that uh, Evie is uh, Team Johnny and not Team Rick. <laughs>
1: anyway
0: (laughs) yeah anyway what what have you been doing johnny uh not
1: too much what episode is this rick
0: oh my friend i think you told me this is episode
1: 62 62? that's right
0: that's right uh and that we looked it up together this is about scott pollard Uh, scott pollard nba player he played for the pacers and the celtics and uh in his wikipedia it talks about his hairstyles oh (laughs) Pollard was known across the NBA for his peculiar hairstyles, which include a mohawk, a single ponytail, a man bun, and a bald head.
1: Oh, a bald head?
0: <laughs> on January 2nd, 2006, he introduces a new hairstyle when he wore two ponytails during a Pacers home game against Seattle Supersonics.
1: <laughs> what? All right.
0: When he was on the Sacramento Kings, Pollard received the nickname Samurai Scott.
1: All right. That's that Scott Pollard. That's pretty cool.
0: That's my boy, Scott Pollard. No, oh, he's not my boy. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. He looks,
1: looks,
0: <laughs> looks kind of mean. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: he's six, 6'11. Damn, what a tall guy. He's yeah,
1: very tall. He is a giant type of a man.
0: We haven't recorded because we've been busy boys. Uh, we've both been traveling. You were traveling, right?
1: Yeah, I guess I went on the honeymoon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it was in Italy. And then, yeah, just been busy with work and trying to just get back to regular life, I guess.
0: Did you pick up any of that Italian disco? Hello, what you've been listening to, listeners. This is Rick in the editing room. Did you guys, by any chance, hear that haunted little Grandpa Simpson-esque noise in the middle of that?
1: Get back to regular life, I guess.
0: Did you pick up any of that Italian disco? Yeah, we don't know what that is. Okay, bye.
1: Uh, Records? No, you know, we went to one record shop, and they had like a lot of really interesting stuff, but they were so overpriced that... I just couldn't bring myself to actually purchase anything.
0: I uh, I bit the bullet because the euro is so cheap right now, and yeah. I ordered the that Popeye record, the Popeye Ooh, Presents yeah. Disco. Freak. 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 Freak.
1: It was pretty cheap. That's cool. So,
0: yeah, it was good. Yeah, when I, we
1: were there, it was like maybe a couple dollars cheaper than what it would be in America, but... When, you know, we were thinking about it and we were like, okay, but then we're going to have to travel back with this. Like, how are we going to do that if we just ship it? Like, how much is shipping? In the end, we were like, oh, you know. And buying something like that might be, you know, cost us more than just buying it in America.
0: Oh, so. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, while Johnny was honeymooning, I got married. Yeah. And uh, me and Lindsay got wed and we went to a really crazy hotel and we went to Louisville. That was our big wedding. Nice. The end. I love uh, We don't wear rings, and I think it's fun telling people I'm married and then show people my hand with no ring on it. <laughs> and then I went to San Jose, and people were like, Oh, are you guys going in there for your honeymoon or something? I was like, Oh, no, I'm just going by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a jerk. Um, and I went to Fort Worth to visit my little brother and meet my tiny nephew. Nice. Uh, he's a tiny, tiny guy. Rowan Kane is his Ooh. middle name. A little listener, we. Uh, Could talk about what you've been listening to lately, but we thought we'd do this idea that I had a year ago of having kind of a a callback to the Let's Get podcast, Mm -hmm. kind of a holiday memories when it comes to music. Yeah, I told Johnny to find something and I've had something on hand for a long time and uh, I'll just let Johnny go first because mine's going to be real quick-like. Tell me about your holiday record memories. Baby. Uh,
1: yeah, so I'm going to talk about the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. know i may have talked about this on the let's get podcast but i guess it's been so long now that uh i can retell this story um when i was young uh one christmas i started opening gifts and of course they majority were like action figures and pajamas socks stuff like that and i ran across one that was like a a random box that just didn't It seemed like it could be shoes or something like that. So I opened that up, and it is a shoebox, but I opened that shoebox, and it has an entire array of Super Nintendo games. I did not own a Super Nintendo at the time, so I proceeded to give that box to my uncle, who I knew had a Super Nintendo, kind of sadly, and um, was then reinforced by my parents to continue opening presents and sadly opened a present to uh, find a Super Nintendo. But,
0: so, so that's funny. You were just like, oh, mom, dad, I don't have a Super Nintendo. You guys messed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so like funny. I only have a regular Nintendo. One. You didn't like catch the joke. Yeah. Wait, did they want you to do that first or do they want you to open up the big one first?
1: Uh, I think they, they weren't really planning on it, I don't think. You know, I think it just kind of happened. I was just opening gifts at like at hectic speeds. It's just like I got to get through all these. <laughs> Yeah, so so I was really sad opening the Super Nintendo, but obviously once I realized what it was, like freaking out, and also got a brand new uh, Donkey Kong Country with a T-shirt along with it. Oh whoa. Yeah, really? Yeah, it came with like some long sleeve T-shirt that I had and wore for way too long. I w- it was so big. I was like six <laughs> years old, and it was like an extra large T-shirt or long sleeve shirt. So. Still wore it to school. <laughs> <laughs> After that I I fell in love with Donkey Kong Country. That was like my favorite game for a long time. really love the music in that game. I think that uh I'm not alone in this. I think it's a very popular soundtrack. I think people Oh will, yeah, people love it. Yeah, people super love this soundtrack. And uh uh-huh, now I'm forgetting the name of the guy that uh it was uh Evan Wise, right? D- uh, David Wise. David Wise. David Wise. Yes. Yeah. The composer's name. And yeah, like honestly, he the music in this game is so mood setting and it's it's vaporwave before it was vaporwave, bro. No, just no.
2: kidding. Is it? <laughs> oh, you
0: know kidding. what? It. But wait, there is some kind of Vaporwave-y sound. I mean, like, obviously Vaporwave is... uh, It's
1: basically, like, crappy ambient music. But yeah, yeah, I mean, there's some very ambient tracks in this that are very... Yeah, I don't... I I used to use the opening track (laughs) when I was a kid. I used to turn on my Super Nintendo and just let it play the opening song. Uh, Oh, yeah. Anytime I would have nightmares. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i'd wake up and just turn it on and i still do that like honestly like when i'm falling asleep i still like have that song in the back of my head like just kind of thinking of it just to are
0: you talking about the opening song of like yeah the do, 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 do,
1: do, do,
2: do,
0: do, yeah
1: most specifically Which, i really loved when he's playing it on the, the music box oh yeah he's playing the actual the old yeah. uh, donkey kong
0: for the for the listener the opening of the donkey kong country game is old it's based off donkey kong the old nes game yeah and it's grandpa donkey kong spinning a, uh, like, a victrola like a victrola style yeah. record player and it's playing the old donkey kong theme and then DK comes in, he, I guess he's Donkey Kong Jr. Yeah. and uh what's what's the boy's name? Uh Diddy Kong. Uh, Diddy Kong bouncing with their big boombox. Yeah. Playing playing the new version of it. And, and then old Cranky Kong throws a bomb at them. Yeah. And then
1: <laughs> yeah, he just throws something like a bomb at them.
0: And then they continued that tradition with a DK rap yeah. on that N64 game.
3: Yeah. He's bigger, faster, and stronger, too. He's the first member of the DK crew. Huh. DK. Donkey Kong. DK. Donkey Kong is here. DK. Donkey Kong.
0: Uh-oh. I mean, it is really good music. It's it actually what makes me want to play the game. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't, I don't love that game that much. But I'm currently playing through the second one with Nolan. Oh, cool! So, yeah, and it's 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 fun. It's more fun playing it with somebody than by myself. Yeah, that's true. That was um, David Wise, though. A lot of a lot of good uh, good
1: music. Yeah, uh, you were saying that. I, this is the only thing I'm very I'm familiar with. I mean, to be honest, I didn't know who it was. Like that's that's a trouble I have sometimes with video game soundtracks. I don't always dive into them as i should especially when it comes to like i mean tracks like aquatic ambiances are like so well known that it's like i i should probably know who's making this <laughs>
0: the music for Rare games, and uh, one of the ones he did was Wizards and Warriors, one of my favorite games. Yeah. I get him confused a lot with Tim Fallen, because they have very similar styles.
1: I don't know like what it is about the soundtrack besides just that like uh, it it just puts you into a, a certain mood. I I think about it a lot. It's very nostalgic to me. Same thing with the Donkey Kong Country, too. I think uh, both of those the soundtracks are very very
0: um, and I think they're both David Wise. I think David Wise even did the the uh, Game Boy port, which is kind of choppy, but it's yeah. still it's eight bit, so it's like eight bit songs from the
1: the sixteen bit game. That's cool. I need to delve more into this because, yeah. Even when I was thinking about it yesterday, I was like, yeah, I, I like this soundtrack a lot. I don't know a lot about it. I just know that, yeah, it's just been something that I've always, for as long as I can remember now, been a, a soundtrack that I've always thought about. And you have it on. I don't. I wish I did. Yeah, I thought you did.
0: I thought. Oh, do you don't do you not own the soundtrack? No, I do not. Oh shit. Yeah. Google v fast
1: yeah i i own katamari <laughs> yeah, i own um uh, mother one and two <laughs> Yeah, don't own Donkey Kong Country. I wish I did. I, I feel like they did release it once. There's, there's a few. Oh yeah, like, you
0: can get it for uh, seventy dollars on eBay if you want. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's <laughs> the one thing about those, you know, because they come out like once and then they're never released again because it was like yeah, I, privately released.
0: Like, I mean, I've said this a million times. I hate boutique final so yeah. much, and that's exactly what this is. And yeah. you're you're unsure if the people who actually made. I'm no David Wise is definitely getting some some change for this, but. Somebody just released the, uh, there's a pinball game for the TurboGrafx at 16. Uh, FactBot? What's that called? Rick, you silly boy. The game is called Devil's Crush.
3: It was released in 1990. It is evil as fuck.
0: Thank you, FactBot. It is a cool pinball game with cool music, and someone just released a soundtrack to it. It's like, is anyone getting anything for the soundtrack? Like, yeah, I don't know. And my friend was telling me that the reason all these like punk bands, their record, their vinyl turnarounds are so long is because of boutique vinyl. It always gets like first, you know, first precedence. That could yeah, that makes precedence sense. over everything. So while a lot of bands are waiting a year to get their record, oh
1: yes, yeah. I mean it took. Um, I that's the other video game vinyl I have. I have a Scott Pilgrim vs. World. That oh, yeah. took nearly two years to get. It. Wow. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Yep. It's bad times, bad stuff. Uh there's this band called Nasty Facts from 82. Uh-huh. They have a song called Drive My Car. Drive My car Drive my car, Drive
3: my car. Drive my car.
0: And it's really good, but they only released three songs. It was a seven-inch, I believe, and some recent someone recently re-released it, and I was like, "Oh, it's awesome! I'll buy that." But yeah. it's released on a twelve-inch oh. opposed to a seven-inch, oh. because I hear it. a friend oh, told me yeah. it's just as expensive to release a seven-inch opposed to a twelve-inch. Yeah, and it's one-sided, and it's twenty-something dollars, which is you know fine. That's a yeah. fine full-length record price, but for three songs,
1: yeah, that's
0: it is less than. Six minutes long, this recording, ugh. and I uh, I just bought it on CD, That's and good. it was eight dollars. So I I have a physical copy of it, nice. but it's not a uh, ugh. Ugh. vinyl. Vinyl. I'm a bug. Which I'm yeah, fucking. It's and very not Christmassy this vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I was just telling Johnny before he started recording that David Wise did the soundtrack to a game called Time Lord. I've been kind of obsessed with late, lately lately because it is a very trashy NES game that. Is kind of broken, but that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Um I love I love a good trashy Nintendo game that I I force myself to yeah, beat to, just to completion. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's it's so bad. Look at the cover while I'm talking. Uh, are if you in front of a computer. <laughs> feel, Time Lord, NES.
1: Yeah, I feel like I know exactly the cover. I know I, I know this game very well.
0: David Wise is awesome. Yes. My friend Matt has I some have uh this game. he you have this game. Yeah. Wow. I have this. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know
1: it. this game so well. I was like I'm not I can't think of the music, but I know that I have I have made a vine of myself throwing this game in the garbage.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's a, uh, I mean, it's not the worst game, but it's nah. it was so hyped. I remember this game being so hyped whenever yeah. it came out in like '91. I uh, remember it being like advertised on like Nickelodeon and like during like game shows. it'd yeah. be like the prize, like you go home with it, a copy of Time Lord.
1: <sighs>
0: but it is just not a not, not a good game. game. No, but I beat it. I beat it with infinity lives. I oh cheated. my god!
1: Well, yeah, that, that that's still better. I mean, I couldn't even. I, I don't know that I have the patience to do it even with infinity. <laughs> oh, no.
0: it's a it's a broken video game where the second level, the third, the second boss on the third level. Uh-huh. Uh If you don't hit him a certain way, you you'll just be shooting him till time runs out. Oh my god! Like it's a very silly game. Oh my gosh! We're at the 17 minute mark, which means yeah. I should probably start talking. Yeah. What happened?
1: Well, what I've uh, been listening
0: to. Is Grimple. was a day.
3: work in the hot
0: LBR <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Nice. Uh, that nasty facts Bannon talked about. Mm. But I'm gonna talk about this because it always reminds me of the holiday season. Is back in 1997, I think I was grounded, and my last grounding date, it was for bad grades. I only got grounded for bad grades as a yeah. year, as a youngster. Same. Was the day after Christmas. I was grounded <laughs> till December 26th. Oh my god! And my friend picked me up in his Volkswagen Bug, in his like 1967 Volkswagen Bug, because you could still drive those in yeah. 1997. <laughs> And we went to the CD stores, as we do. We went to Hewland Mall. And I randomly picked up the Mr. T Experience album. Yeah. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion just because I liked the cover.
3: (laughs) I heard you
0: i was under the impression that lookout records was flawless like everything on lookout records was perfect yeah and apparently i don't know a lot of people thought that up to a point as as did i a lot of good stuff but this album uh it's got a really crappy drawing of mr t hugging the band on the cover yeah right <laughs> i took it home i uh, put it in my portable cd player because that's all i had yeah i usually had to hook up uh, to my stereo and my sister was sleeping in my bedroom because she had some friends over. And there, we had I think we had relatives sleeping over and they were downstairs. Yeah. But my sister was high as fuck. <laughs> they were smoking some weed with her friends. They were being really funny while yeah. I was just listening to this album with headphones and reading the lyrics. I talked to you all night. You told me your views.
3: You made me an offer I could refuse. refused. But that don't mean a fucking thing. The smoke screen one big love, one big light,
0: one big light. It's I mean I like the lyrics are uh incisive. They're all very silly, like yeah. She talks and I can't follow Disconnection in your head, in your head. and it makes so But they're all different style songs. I don't know, I can't. I'm not going to pick out songs, but I really like the two surf songs. They're Surf and Mozart. <laughs> And Surfing Cows.
2: <laughs> surfing Cows!
0: And yeah, I mean, I just honestly, the whole thing brings me a sense of wintertime joy. Yeah I love Marine Recruiter.
3: You hey. Chris, IQ,
0: you are doing the
3: guy. We'll let you push the fuck you while the other people die. No way, that's what I say. I don't want to be a movie today. Sergeant Smiles momently good. I teach you to program computers. Teach you all the skills you make. You can be a fucking kid, And that's
0: why. I don't know. I'm just throwing song titles out there. I like the song about Danny Partridge getting busted. Oh, yeah. Read the news in the paper
3: yesterday. Danny Bonaduce just got busted in LA. He used to be 10 years old, now he's 25. Busted for narcotics, and he's facing life. I don't
1: remember yeah, that, it's... but that
3: is funny. Danny is busted, not just the other day. Danny is busted, now they're gonna lock him away.
0: Did you listen to Mystery Experience at all? Yeah, I did. Joy? Not one of my favorite bands, but I, they do get shit on a lot, and I feel like I, I defend them more than I, than I don't. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know. I, I've, have, I've had friends where I have made them tapes of mystery Experience because they're like, oh, I saw her that band sucked. One of these friends specifically wrote me back and I was like, oh, yeah, this band rules. All my friends are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, they're, they're honest. I think they're still around. I don't know. Uh, the singer, the guy, yeah, Dr. Frank, like has had like. Are. Oh, really? Yeah. They have a record. Multiple...
1: Or no, that's a remaster. Their last yeah, their last actual, it looks like, might have been in 2017.
0: Mm, okay. I mean, there there's a lot of good albums in there, but yeah. uh, it's, it's funny because they're not my favorite and I wouldn't... I think I've s- actually seen them for like a second. Oh, really? Hey, I'm lying. I have seen the Mr. T experience oh, and God. it was pretty good. I don't remember it that much, but <laughs> I remember it being cool. That's cool. I saw them at the rec room in Fort Worth and I invited my friend Al and he... who It was his favorite band and he declined going. Oh, no. I thought that was weird, yeah. but they're a, I know I'm going to say it. They're a fun band and it always sounds like a... Like a cop out to say something's good, but they yeah. are definitely a no it's, fun.
1: I get you. Band. I have bands like that where I'm like, uh, I can't really defend them, but they're fun to me. They, uh, I like this
0: album so much. I painted the Mr. T head on my jacket, nice. so I had the Mr. T head on one side <laughs> and the Operation Ivy logo on the other side. That's
3: awesome.
0: To, to, to Just read the uh, the book How to Ruin a Record Label by Larry Livermore who ran Lookout Records and uh-huh. he, he talks about every release he put out and all the shit he got from Ben Weasel That's and stuff like that. Yeah. It's worth reading if you're interested in Lookout Records stuff. Yeah. The listener. The listener and Johnny who was never. Were you ever a Lookout Records lad? Not that I can think of. I'm trying to think of you probably you like born against, right? thank
1: you, thank you! Was that one of your boys? I know, no? okay. I, like, yeah, no, I know I'm born against, I, I wouldn't say I'm, I was ever a fan or anything. Actually, I think you
0: were, if a young Johnny, because we got some years between us, mm-hmm. you're probably more familiar with their, like, later
1: releases, like Ted Leo and the Pharmacist. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I love Ted Leo. Cause I couldn't blame
0: The lady group that got kind of popped, the Donnas. Oh
1: yeah, the
0: Donnas. The Donnas, you know the Donnas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember the Donnas.
0: But yeah, I I love this record with all my heart, and I recall the next year I bought another Mr. T experience record, but we'll, I mean, it's always for some reason, Mr. T experience always reminds me of Christmas for some reason.
1: That's funny. I could see that.
0: Yeah. It's, but, I don't. I don't get it because no, there's nothing. No, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> oh no, Johnny! You're being Chris Roberts from the Nine Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just. A, you're just agreeing with whatever yep. I said on an episode of uh, the Nine Club. There's a part where uh, Wee Man is talking about the mask mandate and how much he hates it, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, it seems silly. It's like, no, you don't. Don't agree <laughs> with Wee Man.
1: What the hell?
0: Oh, Wee Man. Oh, Wee Man. Also, the fact find-, find out Wee Man's a uh, anti-mask yeah. person. He's like, I got
1: to sell tacos, man. <laughs> he, owned,
0: he owns, like, a restaurant. So. Yeah.
1: Uh, they all own restaurants here, it feels like. like Every yeah. person in Jackass just like, I own a taco shop. Just like, what?
0: <laughs> Whoa, which one was that? Yeah, was exactly. They it. all talk the same. <laughs> I own a taco shop. If you go to my taco shop, it's all vegan. Uh, all the money goes to me and charity. Uh, buy my boom boxes. Uh, buy my headphones. I got a new deck. Yeah, dude. Uh, you're going to love it. <laughs> Yeah. I, one of my biggest regrets for a hot second this year was not seeing Steve-O, and then everyone told me it sucked, yeah. and then I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> I thought <laughs> about how bad it was.
1: Yeah, I couldn't imagine Steve-O being that entertaining. Yeah,
0: he's entertaining on film. Yeah. But, oh, man, I love, I love me some Wild Boys.
1: Oh, yeah, Wild Boys.
0: Hey, what are we this episode? What boys are we?
1: Uh, sleepy boys or good nighty boys? <laughs> the good nighty boys. Oh no, the good nighty oh! boys. <laughs> why did you do? Uh, ah!
0: twenty-five minutes, why did we did it. We did it. Yeah. Oh, hello. There's a little bit of time left for this episode. And I've been listening to this Pet Shop Boys CD a lot called Disco 2, which is apparently hated by most, but I really like one part of two songs mashed together, and for some reason I felt compelled to put those two songs together and edit it a little bit to make it more enjoyable, just to tag at the end of this episode. So thanks for sticking around, kids. Here's uh, two Pet Shop Boys songs off the hated album Disco 2.
2: this sweetie